Welcome back to CCM Talks. Today we're showcasing great women leaders in our ranks, a topic we're very passionate about. In a historically male-dominated industry, CCM employs more women than men. Women make up 56% of our workforce, and this includes standout top-producing loan officers, two of which we have here with us today, and standout women on our executive team. So thank you all for joining, Lauren Maxwell, Lizzie Hofer, and Laura Suave. Thank Good you. Good to have you here with thank us today. Thank you for having us. So I'm going to start with just getting to know the three of you a little bit better. So Lauren, tell us about you and how you came to CCM. Of course. Well, thank you for having me. So my name is Lauren Maxwell, and I've been in the mortgage industry for 35 years. Wow. And I have been lucky enough to join CCM four years ago. And truly, they have been the best four years of my life in business. So I am grateful, and I love being here. We're so glad to have you. Lizzie, how did you come to us? Um, well, also, thanks for having me. Uh, I actually came to CCM through Scott Foreman. So he was my coach at the core. He introduced me to Ron. Uh, Ron's probably one of the most phenomenal owners of a mortgage company I've ever met. Uh, and I was really inspired by the entrepreneurial cultural that we have here at CCM and I've always felt kind of restricted at other companies that I worked for and so it's nice to be at a place where I can really uh, develop who I want to be as an entrepreneur in addition to a loan officer. And Laura you come from outside the industry but something drew you to CCM what was that? Yeah very little a very different background than these these amazing women. I was in the automotive industry for 22 years also very male dominated um, and I was introduced to Ron and he was looking to really take his brand to a whole new level and build amazing things. And everyone I spoke to just talked about how entrepreneurial it was, how open he is to different ideas and how he really lets you be you, which as, you know, as a professional, that's what you're looking to do. You want to be in an organization that lets you be you and appreciates you for your talents. And it's been a little over a year and we're doing amazing things and we've got way more amazing things coming. Lizzie, maybe this next question to you. What sure. type of experiences have you had as a leading women, woman here at CCM? <laughs> so it's definitely evolved. Um, my very first meeting actually at CCM was overwhelmingly male. Um, and I remember walking in being like, all right, we got to change this. And again, Ron being the person that he is was like, all right, run with it. And so we've been able to cultivate CCM now, which is our network of women and really grow like, like a entry level loan officer to the top, top level and just seeing everyone, you know, um, offer their talents and share their expertise has been so wonderful. And then to see in the, I've only been at CCM now two years, but to see how at first, like we had like one amazing female representation for our top 10. And now the list is like 50, 50. Mm -hmm. And so in such a short period of time, seeing how much everyone's embraced that change has been super awesome. And Lauren, maybe this next one to you. So what does it mean to work for a company that really embraces women the way that we do here at CCM? Well, it's refreshing. Uh, when you do look at the top 10 every day and you see half of them being women, it's wonderful. Um, as far as Ron, he is the person who wants you to be your best. It is a male-dominated field where we have just as many women who are uh, top producers and inspirational Absolutely. as men. And the fact that Lizzie started this group, 
which is the network for women, is even better. So you have young people coming up to me last night. I didn't know who they were, and they were coming up to me, and you, they thought like I was famous or something. They want pictures, and I mean, we just we work. I mean, I'm a worker. I mean, I tell people they, I'm kind of like a. I started out in this business as a processor, you know, 35 years ago, and. You can do it. Anybody can do it. And we have all the tools. So what CCM provides is every tool in the toolbox for us. So if we can collect the data and take your loan in, we can get it closed because we have every product here. And that is huge. Can I add something? Yeah, that? please. Like, I think it is so special to be able to have access to a top producer like Lauren. Like at other companies, like I don't know if it's been this way for you, but like you'd always see the top people at the top and you'd have no way of communicating with them. And so the fact that people can feel like so comfortable to come up to you and be like, oh my God, can you take a picture with me? Or I heard you on this, or you've really like led the way. It's really inspirational. And it's also something like making everything so accessible here is really unique. And I think people do look to all three of you and then some as mentors, as allies in the professional growth of their own career. So Maybe if we can spend a little bit of time there. Laura, what has mentorship or allyship been like as part of the growth of your career? Yeah. I've been, like I said, I've been in male-dominated, not in this industry, but automotive. And I was always fortunate to have mentors. Ironically, they were mostly men. But they didn't treat me like the woman or the girl in the room. They treated me as a peer. They saw me for my skill set and what I could bring to the table, which was often a very different perspective, but that it was needed. And that's the culture here at Cross Country Mortgage. Um, you know, you've both mentioned Ron and the open and the accessibility. There's never been a CEO that has been more open and accessible than Ron. And that flows through to everyone in the organization, whether it's in the branches or in corporate. And we check our egos at the door. I mean, again, I came from a different place and I don't know this industry. I ask way more questions, you know, than probably not necessary. But it's important for me to learn. And everyone has been so kind and wanting to share what they've learned along the way. And I think it's, you know, it's our duty to kind of pay that forward and pave the way. Like I said, I didn't have female mentors just because there weren't any. Um, and now that there are, it's like just think of how much more powerful we can be as an organization mm -hmm. if we help one another. What about you, Lizzie? Have you had a mentor and ally as part of your career? Yeah, I've had several. I've also only experienced male mentors in most of my career. Actually, my very first job in the mortgage industry was a receptionist for a female loan officer, and she was incredible. Um, and I have worked under really powerful women, uh, but not enough of them, right? So most of my mentors have been my male bosses. Um, and again, like, you know, they just see you for your talent, for what you can offer. And so I've never really felt a like a, you know, oh, she's the woman in the room. Uh, but I have, in my later part of my career, noticed how few of us there are. And it's become really important to me to mentor and represent and try to bring up a larger percentage of women producers. Right. And we definitely want to celebrate the men who have propped us up and pushed us forward, mm -hmm. right? So 35 years in the industry. Wow. Congratulations. So you've clearly grown throughout the course of your career. How have you grown? What do you attribute that success to? I never take my business for granted. So I still wake up in the morning every day. I get to my office and every loan matters. I get excited to see how many applications came in. I'm still very hands-on. 
and I grow my team and I've had to let go. I used to be hands-on for everything, including processing all my own loans. However, <laughs> um, our team has grown and I really try to teach my people who come on the work ethic that I put into something. So I am very hard on my staff, but I don't ask them to do anything that I don't do. So I want you to work hard, but I work hard. So I'm all in and I'm always accessible and I'm accountable. And being here across country, Ron, with his support, I have actually doubled my business from four years ago, which who would have ever thought that could happen? I never did. Sometimes I wake up and I pinch myself thinking, I can't believe it. So I still appreciate my job, my business, my clients every day. And yet I still make time for my family on the weekends. Love it. Love it. And I, you do. I see your pictures. They're wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. So Laura, talk about the growth in your career. Yep. Well, I think, again, it goes back to mentorship where people saw something in me and, frankly, something I didn't see in myself. And they took a shot on me and they took a chance. And I have a mantra of why. I always joke, I was inspired by my three-year-old niece. You know, three-year-olds, when they always ask the why, the why, the why, like, why do we do it this way? Why? It's like the why is important because you can always continue to improve, whether it's a process or a product or a way that we do business how consumers are, are seeing us. So I ask why all the time to the point where what can we do differently? And I think that's what's inspired me. Um, there was some pretty specific career paths in automotive that you had to take and you were put in jobs that you never would have. I worked with engineering for 18 months, but boy, did it teach me a lot about what could be done with a vehicle and how to market that vehicle and why it mattered. So sometimes the job that you don't think you want um, is going to really be super important down the road in your career. And you get to meet, again, people with different perspectives, which is hugely important as you continue to grow. Yeah, you have to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. And you see that on our walls. I give that to all of my marketing uh, team members that says, you know, and I say that when I join an organization, my job is to make people a little uncomfortable and push them a little harder. And, you know, but then we do great things that we would have never imagined mm -hmm. we could do. So what if I'm a young woman, woman watching, and I'm thinking about a career in the mortgage industry? Lizzie, what advice would you give me? You know, it's so funny because I feel like my answer a year ago would have been so different. Um, I really think that it's so important to look at what you want for your life in total versus what you want in your production. This is an industry that sucks in... Um, people who've had a lot of challenges in their life. Like we get really addicted to the accolades and the advancement that we can get in a mortgage industry because you really have the baseline's pretty low. And if you are somebody who's tough and you can work hard, you can achieve insane things. But I would say look at your life as a total and figure out what type of business you want to build and then find a coaching program that supports that. Um, that way you have community and you have a, a, like a pathway for success. Uh, but don't let success be the only thing that drives you. Mm -hmm. Sure. Anything that you would add to that for someone considering a career in mortgage? Yeah. Um, don't just be in the mortgage business because you see other people and they're successful and you want money. So if money is going to be your only goal, you probably won't be as successful, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I see the people who are becoming successful and they just grow in their careers because they really love what they do. And they wanted to learn a new career, and they love numbers, they love working with people, they like sales, and that's when they come to me. So those are the people that I see that just go the extra mile and 
end up making the most money, but money isn't their main mm -hmm. end all. And like when I started out, I just wanted a job. And just going back for a minute, I was actually hired by the first woman mortgage banker in the state of Massachusetts oh, wow. in 1987. So she was my mentor. I didn't know what a mortgage was. I was just getting out of college. And um, known fact is that I'm talking to her now. She had just retired from a bank. She's 77 years old. And I think she's going to come and work for us now wow. for me. So isn't that <laughs> coming full circle? circle? Yeah. But awesome. I've had so many wonderful male mentors as well. But a first woman mortgage banker in the state of Massachusetts hired me back in 1987. But again, it wasn't for money. I wanted a job. Right. And I wanted a career. And I love numbers. And I love people. So if I think if you can start off and doing something that you love, then the sky's the limit. To yeah. me, it's been so good to me. And it's just I love what I do every day. And the rest comes, right? And the rest follows. So you are all three of you very successful. But I'm sure that there's been challenges along the way, bumps in the road. So is there a story or an example that you would give of a challenge that you really learned from and were able to overcome and thrive? Laura, you have Do you want me to go yeah. first? Um, one, thank you for calling us successful. But I think there's a misnomer of that word. Um, and I think that means a lot of different things for a lot of different people. And Lauren said it could be financial success or whatever. I, unlike these two lovely ladies, I'm a single woman who have poured my heart and soul. I worked globally for many years, traveling the world. Um, hard to keep a boyfriend or a husband when you're doing that or have children. So, you know, you make sacrifices. Success comes with sacrifice. And I think in different parts of your life, you can have success in different things. So don't always measure it at a point in time. It's the overall success of your life. And whether that is part your career, your family, your profession, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that's super important to you. So um, I love what I do. I, I have, I pride myself on being a mentor and leaving brands in a better place when I leave than when I got there. And I still stay in touch with the majority of the people that I've worked with. And they'll call when they have a challenge or a problem. And so that's fulfilling to me. Sure. And I think, you know, that's not something that's monetarily that you can put a price tag on. But, you know, again, it's just how do you measure success at a different point in your life? Mm -hmm. Lizzie, Lauren, anything you would point to, to a challenge that really taught you to overcome something? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, this business is really challenging because there's so many things that are outside of your control, like when she said she was hands-on with even the processing of her own loans. Uh, the reason for that is because there's so many things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, early on in my career, like I'm a, from a poor family, like real poor. My mom worked two jobs. And so money for me has always been a big fear point. Um, and so I used to try to control literally everything. Mm -hmm. And then if a mistake happened, I would freak out thinking that my entire business was going to collapse over this one time, this one mistake, even though like, I mean, there's, there's an endless <laughs> amount of mistakes. In fact, if I only have one mistake per employee per day, it's a good day, right? Mm -hmm. And so learning that how to manage uh, making mistakes, not being perfect, how to handle my emotions in, in a business where so many things are outside of your control is probably where you should spend a lot of your time and attention if you're a loan officer. Yeah. So I actually lost everything in our crash in 2007. I don't know if you were in the business then. I was, yeah. Okay. So I had built up my business, and 2007 happened, and I was with a company, and I had saved 
for 11 years with them, all my deferred compensation with them, and the crash happened. So the company went bankrupt, so I lost all my deferred comp. All the properties that I owned were worth 80, 20 cents on the dollar. They went down. You couldn't even get renters in them. You couldn't even barely find a mortgage company to work for that I had to go work for a bank. I don't know if anybody knows what that's like, but it's not fun. So basically, I lost 90% of my income. I had to sell my house, and I, you know, I bought a smaller home. And yeah, I used to, we were successful. I had two cars. Well, yeah, I went down to one car. You didn't shop the same way, didn't gamble the same way, changed everything. And I was a single mom at that time with um, two kids. And it was scary. I'm not going to lie. When it first said I, that we're closed down, I'm thinking, they can't be talking about me because I'm busy. I have 66 loans in my pipeline. Well, literally, you could not fund loans. Mm. So I moved to this um, condo from a big house, and I literally started from scratch. And I thought, you know what? I'll just do five loans a month. I'll, be, I'll live like this. I'll change. It's okay. I'm happy. I was, I was happy. And little by little, it just kept building up, building up. And even though I went in 2007 was my best year that I had had. Back then, I had done $65 million. That was a huge number. You know, and now, of course... I'm doing five times that amount, but I wasn't looking to do that, guys. I was just really going to be happy with what I was going to do, my five loans a month. Right. But it was scary at first. But again, it wasn't all about money. It was just about supporting you know, your kids mm -hmm. just to get by. So if you are not money motivated and you love what you do and you just keep sticking with it, it will come. I know that's a cliche, but it will come. And there's one more thing I want to add to that because you know, I was married for a long time and then I was single for a while. The one thing that I also feel that has helped my success is whoever has been in my life, boyfriend, no boyfriend, husband, has been super supportive because there's uh, something that happened on this trip. One of my loan officers sent me a text and it really made me very upset. She said, I'm so embarrassed and sorry to say this, but my husband literally blocked my way because he wouldn't let me come to Vegas for the rally. And She's been married to, I've known her for years, she's been married to him for 30 years, and he's always stopped her career because afraid of her success. And she's a lovely lady, but she's been scared this whole time. Mm. And having somebody supportive to support you, whoever's in your life, whatever spouse there is, whoever you have, it's so important. And as soon as you see somebody who's challenged by your success or threatening in any way, run. And run for the hills because it's going to be very hard for you to keep your career for, you know, or right. do anything. But, you know, again, this woman could have been so successful with everything and she is stuck in this terrible, terrible relationship because she's scared to leave. And I, th I think that's a great point. And, you know, the, the cliche, speaking of cliches, they say find your tribe. Mm -hmm. I am super fortunate to have a group of hugely powerful women in multiple industries that you can just bounce ideas off of. They've helped me negotiate deals. They've helped me, you know, like if there's a situation that you're having with an employee at work, how would you handle this? You need supporters. Mm -hmm. And they're out there. Don't let those naysayers in mm -hmm. and hold you back because that is, we have to support each other regardless, and you can do so much more together. Mm -hmm. It is true. So the other reason, again, that I think that aside from the company is who you surround yourself mm -hmm. with, your friends, your husband, your family. Mm -hmm. and it's extremely important. Have zero drama. You know, if you see it pouring in or, again, that negative, get rid of it and get rid of it quick. We're strong, powerful women. Yeah. We don't need that. I mean, I always tell people, call me. I will be there because I'm 
that is something that's near and dear to my heart. I will mentor anybody if they want help. So throughout all of your I'm here answers. at here, you guys, Lauren at MaxwellMortgageLoans.com. <laughs> I mean that though. Yeah, look her up. Okay. Resilience, you talked through. Support, trust, network, hard work. Like that is a theme throughout all of your answers. Mm -hmm. What would you say to something, someone who is thinking about joining this organization? Those things are who we are, what we are, and more. What advice would you give for somebody thinking about joining our organization, Lizzie? You know, culture really matters. And I think that you can look at the top people at our company and you can see what type of people they are. Like every single person from our top highest producer um, to the top branch managers, to the CEOs, everyone's accessible and shares so much information freely and willing. Like you just heard Lauren give you her email address. Like, you know, you got to figure out like what it is that you're looking for in your life, for your career. And then does this type of culture support that? Mm -hmm. And so if you are entrepreneurial, if you are creative, if you are hardworking and just want a tribe of people that will lift you up, this is the place for you. Anything you would add to a potential recruit? You have to know you're going to have to have sacrifices too. I mean, there were times, my kids will tell you, they don't regret anything, but they were. I couldn't leave in the middle of the day to go to you know, bring cookies or to something they were having at school for lunches. They were, I wasn't home for dinners a lot. My kids always knew I was there, and when I spent time with them, it was quality time, but it didn't mean that they got a lot of quantity. I wasn't home, you know, again, for dinners at night when I was growing my career when they were younger. I had a child later on in life who's now 13, and my older kids are 28 and 30, so she gets a little more of me. But sometimes when I come home, she loves her independence so much. She goes, why are you home so early? Um, <laughs> But you, again, so my kids know they were sacrifices. They don't regret it at all. I've asked them the question, you know, how would you have felt if I, you know, would you have rather of me been home? And they love having an independent, successful mom. But know that there are sacrifices you're going to have to make. You have employees who don't show up. You have to go to a closing. You need to, you know, pick up the slack. I have to work weekends a lot. You know, in my earlier days in my career, I'm always working at night. Basically, it's nonstop. As of now, I literally, my husband puts on headphones to sleep because I wake up at two in the morning, three in the morning, and I read my emails and I talk and email back. So instead of him listening to me on my emails all night talking, he just sleeps with headphones on. Yeah, but nice. I am a nonstop. My brain doesn't ever stop. And I think that also has to do with success. I'm sure it's the same way for any top agent. We know I think of things or I'll send my, a message sure. to my assistant or a processor. Hey, make sure this LE goes out, whatever. Right. It's nonstop. And I love it. Like, well, and it's I think exciting. That's a character trait of a woman, too. Like, we just keep going and we going. The list is always long, right? And so mm -hmm. you have to learn throughout your career of where you turn that off and where you, you know, bring that fully through. And I think one of the things, too, is success doesn't come between nine and five, Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. right? It, it just doesn't come neatly in that little package. And so sometimes you have to make it fit wherever you can, whether it is in the middle of the night. We're very different, but we're very similar. Mm -hmm. Like at our core, we all have had similar upbringing, similar experiences, and we're just driven. Um, and I think from a corporate perspective, you know, if you're looking for a really exciting career, there's so many opportunities from a corporate perspective to support the branches, whether it's marketing, finance, HR, accounting, operations. You know, again, it's just there's so much opportunity mm -hmm. at Cross Country Mortgage. 
Well, thank you, all of you, for participating today. I enjoyed hearing your stories. I did not know all of those. So thank you for being just transparent. Thank you, too, for your leadership, for all of the women in the organization and all of the men, too. We so appreciate you. So thank you. You are welcome. Anytime. So if you are interested in joining these wonderful women here at CCM, please visit us at ccm.com to learn more about our CCM careers and get in touch with the recruiter. We look forward to hearing from you. This is CCM.